Michelle Weidenbenner with Moms Letting Go Without Giving Up podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about which role do you play. The cycle, the addiction cycle in your family will continue over and over and over again until you figure out how to uh, identify your role and how to change. So today I'm going to be talking about that. But before I begin, I want to say that you aren't alone. We have a Facebook team um, private group that you can join if you're not a member there already. It's called Moms Letting Go. I'd love for you to come on in, ask, uh, ask to join, and um, I'll, you have to answer just a couple simple questions, and I will accept you into the group. Um, we have a lot of supportive moms there, and in my podcast, I share um, different things that I'm going through and the moms in our group are going through, but in the end, all I am doing is offering suggestions, it might be one way to look at a problem, um, but you're, please take what you want and leave what just doesn't resonate with you and your boundaries. Um, I strive to be non-judgmental and not to provide advice. I'm not a counselor or a psychiatrist. I'm a mom of an addicted loved one. Our son is in recovery um, for 16 months now, and we're filled with hope. But um, we know that it's still an everyday battle. So I am, I am your host, Michelle Weidenbenner. Um, our, our son and daughter-in-law have been struggling through this for many, many years. I have loved my time in the author arena. I'm a published novelist, author. Um, my book, Fractured Not Broken, is option for a movie, and I hope that someday it will be on the big screen because it's an awesome story. If you um, are into reading, you can look into that. Um, but back to which role do you play uh, I had a support group meeting in my Facebook group last week and most of the moms on the call decided we've been probably in every single role at some point in our um, addiction um, dilemma with our children so um, don't feel bad if you if, if if when I start talking about these you think oh my goodness they all sound like me at certain a certain time but I just want to talk about um, how this crisis grows and if you can think of uh, a progression of small circles to big circles the first time our addicted loved one maybe experiments with alcohol if you're like me, I thought, oh golly, kids do that. They're always experimenting in their teen years. It's just a phase. It'll go away. And then the next crisis was a little bigger. Um, you know, he couldn't get up off the bathroom floor, right? Um, he couldn't get up for work. And then the next crisis, um, you know, he wrecked a car or whatever it is for your child. You know, each time the crisis gets a little bigger after we try to fix the problem and it doesn't work and then there's a relapse and every time um, there's another incident it becomes the stakes get higher and higher there's jail there's loss of job 
sometimes there's loss of a life um, and then prison uh, it, it just escalates right so our goal is always to get them from addiction into recovery um, as quickly as quickly as possible and that's what drives me to continue on this journey to help moms so um, but let's talk about each crisis so what happens is um, you know if it if your family's like mine there is the crisis and then maybe there's an apology of your son or daughter and then you ask them promise me you're not going to do X Y and Z oh yeah yeah I promise mom um, I don't ever want to do this again you've got my word we're going to do this differently and then um, they get what they want right they get um, they get out of their jam they get out of jail they get out of their predicament we help them because we believe in their potential and we see their potential and we know they don't want to be this this person um, known as an addict right that we just think it's one time if, if only I could get his car out of you know impoundment then he can go to work and you know he's gonna work his recovery everything's gonna be fine um, and then the next crisis happens and it just keeps growing so I want you to think about maybe when your child was an infant he or she slept in a crib and you had this mobile hanging over their bed and you could wind it up and it played music and the little animals would go in a circle around and round and round they went right visualize that and and all of the animals followed the one before it everybody was in that in that mobile they're all spaced apart and they're all going around fine they're hanging from a string right and they're just all going around and round well imagine if that is you and your family and your addicted loved one is the leader of that uh, pack of that circle and we are all following them in that succession we're just going around and round and round each crisis well I want you to visualize one of those animals picture yourself stopping that circle and maybe stopping and going another way or stopping um, just stopping the cycle what happens right what happens if we stop that well everything it's going to disrupt everything and in in addiction if we stop doing what it is playing our role that we continue to play our child is going to be pretty angry at us they're they're going to probably drop some f-bombs or maybe not i don't know i i don't know your situation but they're going to be um exasperated because they're going to need their drug and they're going to feel trapped and how are they going to get out of this problem right without our support so it's going to be really really difficult um, but if if we if our goal is to help them get from addiction to recovery we have to be willing to step in in those crises and do something different to be the change so let's talk about some of those different roles that we play I was really good at playing the rescue the rescuer Okay, this is the person who um, would say, hey, have you paid your electric bill? Did you pay your attorney? 
did you get gas in your car um police him you know did you pay pay um you know did you make your payments um did you take the girls to the dentist this week did you you know have you, have you done the things that responsible people do and i would always police that um and if if and when he got in jail um he still had to serve the crime right he still had to be on probation i couldn't do that for him so if i got him out of jail i just thought well he still has to serve the crime right well bailing him out doesn't make him sit with a group of other people and say to himself oh this is my life this isn't who i am I don't want to be like these other people. But when we bail them out, what they say is, "Yeah, I'm not like these other people. I'm getting out of here because, you know, my family has money and they care about me." And so long, guys. You know, bye, dudes. You know, I hope you get better. But they think they're better, right? And the last time our son was in jail, we actually said, "No, we're not going to let you. We're not going to bail you out. You got to sit there." um was the best thing that ever happened to him because it was jail therapy he realized holy cow i don't want to be like you know what who have i become right but let's get back to that role that i played the rescuer right um so i would be angry because you you told me you weren't going to do this you x y or z you told me you weren't going to be this person and now you are and i'm angry at you and then he would cry or whatever grovel in misery and i would feel pity moms i'm telling you now if you start feeling sorry for your child what happens next what happens next yeah we end up giving them what they want what they need don't we yeah the rescuer helps again and then the next time and things are good for a while but then the next time the crisis is bigger addiction is a manipulation of the family to get what it wants and if it helps you think about not giving your child what he or she needs look at it this way i am not going to give the addiction what it needs to continue you're going to give your child love you love your child but you're not going to feed that addiction by be playing your role Okay, another role that I'm really fond of. <laughs> Please my grandkids tell me I am. I'm a lecturer and that's what I'm doing right now. I feel like I'm lecturing you. Um hopefully you don't see this that. But I, we I grew up in a family where we talked about our feelings, we talked about problems, so we would gather around when there was a problem, what we talk about it. And so we would talk around, you know, something would happen and we'd sit and we talk about it. um and i would think oh these are awesome teachable moments right teachable moments and i'm in my element and then you know ryan would listen and oh you're right you're right you would tell me everything i wanted to hear why do you think that is because then i would give him what he needed to keep going to live to get through whatever it was he was going through then there's a sympathizer I was really good at this one too. Different times, um, I would make excuses. This sympathizer fuels the addict's fire. 
never calls the addict out for his or her contribution to the problem. Maybe, um, maybe it's a parent who blames society. Um, we look at our child and we think, oh, our child um, is only bad because he was hanging around with those kids. Um, we make excuses. Well, if only he got a job and he had the money, I wouldn't be able to, um, or I wouldn't have to pay for his gas or his telephone. You know, how how is he going to get a job if I don't pay for his phone to get connected? Because, you know, to get a job, he has to be connected, right? Um, they have to call him for the job, right? I mean, so we sympathize with their predicament when who was the person who got them in that predicament, right? They're themselves. Um, anyway, the sympathizer does just that, sympathizes. And then there's the critic. The critic could be somebody, you know, sometimes it's a spouse, it's a grandparent, somebody who criticizes everything you do. So let's say you're the rescuer and your significant other is saying, why are you doing that? Um, and criticizing everything you do. Um, well, for a while, I was that rescuer, rescuer person, and my husband would gently criticize me. We would talk about things. He was, he was very forgiving. Um, but then when I decided I wasn't going to rescue, guess what happened? He became the rescuer, and I became the critic. So a lot of times when you play your roles, if you in that mobile and it's going around and you, uh, you stop, you stop stop that momentum and you you change somebody else steps in and builds the role that you were playing so oh it's so difficult it's just and, it, and I'm not saying you know um, anyone is better or worse it's just knowledge is power and when we have that education in our head of what could happen um, then we recognize it awareness comes first then there's the backseat driver. Sometimes I hear grandparents doing this. So that would be like my mom saying to me, Michelle, he is a disgrace to the family. You've got to put this, you got to nip this in the bud, sweep it under the rug. We don't want our name um, out there in the papers. And people, you know, or maybe, maybe your family owns a business and you've got a backseat driver telling you what to do because... Um, they're trying to save the name or they're trying to keep it a secret and they'll say things like you should do this or you need to bail them out or somebody needs to help um, so or um, you know just somebody who is driving you controlling what you do and then there are the forgotten ones. Those are our children, our other children that are healthy and are looking at us and they're like, why do you keep paying so much attention to the addicts? Why do you keep doing, playing your role? Why do you keep doing X, Y, and Z? Or maybe it's your friend. Those are the forgotten ones because every time you have an appointment with your friend for lunch or prayer group or um, just something that you wanna do with her, your child needs a ride somewhere last minute and even though you made an appointment made you know you have a date with a friend you diss her for your child and you say I'm sorry I have to go pick him up from jail or whatever you make excuses those are the forgotten ones right um, and it could be your co-workers like maybe you're not 
fulfilling your role at your work because um, you're forgetting who you are there because your child has just sucked all the life out of you. Or maybe it's your spouse. For a while, my spouse was just feeling like third, fourth wheel, and he felt like he didn't matter to me. Um, and I need him. I love him. I don't want that to happen. So you'll just have to introspectively look at your role and um, figure out how you can change the way you are playing, the role you're playing in your family's addiction crisis. So you might say, well, why can't the addict see what's going on? I mean, come on, the addict is been doing this um, you know for for a long time now and why can't he see the destruction he's causing well he can't because it's a brain disease um, it's part of the disease the brain hijacks their ability to think logically reasoning um, the reasonable side part of the brain is cannot connect to the logical side or the emotional side, um, the, the brain disease itself interrupts and divide, diverts real truth. There's just no reasoning there. So the brain, if you will, kind of lies to the person and they become, they have this distorted reality um, and that's what keeps them in denial. So then I might ask us, right, well moms, why can't we see our role? can we see what we're doing um, and, and give yourself grace we're so close to the problem that it's not like we're standing up out of like if you videotaped yourself when you're in the throes of being in your role you would probably be mortified because you can't see yourself that way actually that might be a great exercise I would never want to see myself go that way but we're emotional, right? We're so emotional because we love our child. Um, and maybe nobody has explained this cycle to you before. So you don't have that introspection. I'm praying that now that you've heard this, maybe you can identify what role you're playing. But some of us don't want to believe that we're a part of the problem either. I used to say, this is his problem. I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing anything wrong. Um, he has to figure it out. So, um, and, and that's, you know, that's partially true, right? Um, it is his problem. But if I am losing sleep over his problem, it becomes my problem, right? And if we play our roles, it gets in the way of them taking responsibility um, and accountability. Or what um, what they are doing with their lives. So how do you change your role? Like, how do you do that, right? You just say, wake up one day and say, okay, I am so done with this. I am not doing X, Y, or Z. Okay, so um, it's not going to be that easy. Okay, I'm just here to tell you, it's not going to be that easy. So what do you, how do you get through it? First of all, you've got to find a support group. Um, if you're on our, our Facebook group, tell moms, you know, write a post there and say, hey guys, I've decided to change my role. Here's what I've been doing. Will you help support me? Will you talk me off the ledge next time I want to 
pay a bill, bail them out of jail, or do something, right? Or find um, a support group locally. I'm going to be starting a program in our group where we're going to be able to sign up for a sponsor and sponsor each other. Um, and maybe you have another mom who can then call, you could call, and she can talk you off the wall. Um, but just know that when you do change your role, there's going to be chaos. It's not going to be easy, and it's going to be hard. But if you tell yourself that, and then you can breathe through it, and then find out later that your child actually got through his, his crisis without you, oh my goodness, it's so liberating, super liberating. And then you can go back to your child and say, I knew you could do it, or, you know, some positive comment. Um, but remember, only do what you're comfortable doing. Um, I, I see a counselor, you know, see a counselor and um, talk it through, okay? I highly recommend that. So why should you care about this, right? Why should you care? Well, of course you care about your child, right? But you need to care about your self-care because you matter. I want you to be able to leave a legacy, right? And, and choose a life that matters. When we're, when we're expending all our energy for somebody else and always coming to the rescue and so in the throes of their problem, we are not becoming or living in our purpose, in the purpose that God created us to, um, to live in, to excel in. And um, your pain is not helping your loved one. It's not. It's just not helping. So in the end, you know, the only person you can help is yourself. So um, I do have courses that I launched this week. Um, and the first one is Understanding Addiction. It's 12 videos, hours of studying the problem and learning more about um, addiction, shame, guilt, the pathways to addiction, the stages, um, and knowledge is power. I hope that you will invest in that. If you can afford it, um, this week it's $49 and you get the bonus course with it on how to stop obsessive thoughts. Um, I am going to be launching a membership and in the membership, our members will get um, the courses and a monthly Bible study, weekly support calls. Um, there will be speakers in the addiction recovery world, uh, recovering addicts, um, all kinds of goodies, um, hotlines for you to call, coaching, sponsors. Um, I really want to start a sponsorship program so that moms can... Um, have somebody there to call and know um, how to get each other to talk up each other off the wall when we want to change something that we're doing or we just want to cry or pray. Um, so be in tune to that. Uh, I don't have a price yet. It's going to be a monthly, a monthly membership. It's going to be 
very affordable. Um, and then um, you will be able to grow and build from there. So I hope that uh, you will stay plugged into this podcast and I hope that you're finding it valuable. And I just want to bless you on this journey. I pray today that you will learn what your role is in your family cycle and feel empowered to take charge of your life so you can recapture you and live in your purpose. God bless.